So what we've got in chapter Gimel is that um, Sorry? You just stabbed him. I just got to the stabbing. And this was Eglain, Man of Moyov, yeah? It was actually one way, I should say, yeah. they, they fortunate. Yeah, yeah. We're doing yeah. chapter Gimel, yeah. but he's, he's, he's telling me that we're at the, um, the post-cuff base. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is the king of Eglain, he's the king of Moyov. May I point out, actually, this, in a way, is good for the Jews. They often, whatever seems to be bad, actually is quite good, because the Kosh told us not to fight against Moyov and Amon. Right? We weren't allowed even to, 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 to trouble them. And yet, um, as you will discover during the period of... <laughs> During the period of Malachim, we find that, that um, Amon and Mayav were subjugated by Klal Yisrael. What right did we have to subjugate them? <laughs> well, the answer is, because they mucked around with us. I mean, Eglon, men of Mayav, is oppressing us, and therefore they've broken their, their rights, as it were, to, uh, to peace, because they're attacking us. Somebody attacks you, you're entitled to attack them back. And later on, Amon was going to attack us. So there was something beneficial in this in this story but Eglon had been was the king of Mayov and he collected with him also also Amalek and and Amoin and he had um, controlled Claudius soil and now we get a man called Ehud coming to save Claudius soil with a normal story why did this happen because the Yidden were bad how did he get sold? <coughs> because the Yid Vayyazaku, that was Posuk, that was Posuk Tezvav, they cried out to Akhush each time it's the same story, they cried out, and therefore Akhush Baruch listened to their, 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 their prayers, and he sent this chap Ehud, and Ehud goes in on to, to um, start the revolt using um, subtleties, or subterfuge, subterfuge. And what he does is he comes with, with a number of other people, who offer a present must be something quite substantial to Eglon that makes him think very you know, and probably he's, he bows and scrapes and a chesnish was just to make Eglon and all the people of Moab think that um, the Jews are now subjugated then he goes with says bye bye goes with his group out of the way maybe because some of them he's afraid might tell Eglon you know just to save himself Really, you shouldn't do. You shouldn't revolt. Shouldn't revolt. Shouldn't revolt. Whatever. So he's afraid that they will, the Shem Shemaim, as it were, welsh on him, or maybe because they're old people and he just doesn't want them trying to run away from Eglon later on, the 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 the, the, um, the Mayovim, or maybe to save their lives. One way or another, he goes. He goes back with them all the way to this ceiling, wherever that was, and then he comes back and he says to Eglon, "I've got something to speak to you privately," and he actually. And he sees him in a place called Aliyah Samakeo, which is a, a loft room, which is cool, which would have more wind, more wind or whatever coming up up there up in the loft. It would be a cooler room. And he says he wants to speak to him alone. And Julie um, Eglin says, yes, everybody should go out. And then he stabs him with, this, with this spear. And we, yeah. with this sword, we're told a few good reasons why he was able to get away with it. One was he's left-handed, so nobody was expecting to see something on the right 
on his on on, on the expected to be the sword, yes, the, the scabbard on the left, yes. whereas actually it was on the, on the right. He made a short um, sword which wouldn't sort of stick out. It was under his clothes anyway, but he wouldn't you wouldn't see the impression of it because it would be with the thigh, it wouldn't be where you bend your leg, and um, and also. Um, and, and then when he's talking to Eglon, Eglon's a big fat man and Eglon tries to stand up as he says the word of God. So he obviously has some respect for the Tabishta and that's why he was Zerchit to us. But as he steps up, he's a big heavy man and he's trying to, you know, looking, trying to worry about his, his balance rather than anything else. And if he doesn't notice Ehud taking out the spear, the uh, sword, and sticking it into him. And because he's such a fat man, the sword goes right in him, including the hilt as well. And as a result of which, the, his stomach well, his, his come, come, had come out. And that would also create a vast uh, stink, which might also be helpful in what happens next. Because, all right, he's killed him. He's killed everyone. He's got to get out. Of course. It's not really clear how he does get out. Let's talk about the Kavgim, where you'll see the problem. But Yehud say Ehud. Yehud goes out. Yes, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, but our doctor you're a doctor? Oh, that's good. It's always good to have a doctor. Yeah, no, no, I mean, just, just, I not only if you're ill, but, but I, I mean, it's, it's good. Some of these things you can help me as well. This gentleman will confirm that it would take quite a long time for him to die. I would have thought so, yes. And therefore, you know, he would have to lock it. Well, I was worried about is, is would he be able to cry out? Well, no, but you heard it. I mean, if he <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, if somebody stabbed, I mean, this is bad. Obviously, he didn't want to go for the chest, just in case he would hit, be hit by the ribs and therefore wouldn't go in. So he's, he's going lower down, but would that, I mean, so obviously well, it, it would take time to. Uh, the weakest place for the, uh, the knife to penetrate would be the underlikers and beyond the fat. Uh, it's quite understandable that if you. Uh, I don't know if it's so it would be the bowel, it could be, a, it could be another rubbish coming out from the guts or somewhere. It's not clear, I mean, it could be, it could be the bowel, but it could be just the food in the stomach or in the... In the, in the, in the uh, well, the bowel is all that. It's all one system, I know, but it's a bit of space, and there's lots of it inside. Well, he, he, he obviously, the, 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 the stabbing sliced the bowel, and mm. the contents of the bowel... Uh, has come out. But it would have heard... But the only disturbing medical thing is that the death was immediate. Well, I don't know it was. We're not actually told it was immediate. I don't, I don't think... There's no indication he died straight away. And I think, I'm, I'm only concerned, would he have been able to scream and shout out? I think he would. Hmm. That'd, that'd be a bit of a problem. Why wasn't he screaming, which would cause people to come in? That, that's, I and think, more... The knife was sharp enough, and uh, you would have screamed because of the, the, the sort of action. Mm. Because it was, it was, it was unexpected. It was only unexpected, but he would, I mean, wouldn't he cry out, guards, guards, sort of. That, that's, that's, I mean, I mean, this is my, my, I'm confused about the death and what happens in these next psukim. And so uh, there's something troubling me about this, but I haven't got an answer. I mean, let's say this, let's say, I would have missed, 
how misterina, what on earth is a misterina? And the Targum translates this as being a, a ksadra. Ksadra would be normally a, a room where you have, um, you, you'd have a roof to it, and you wouldn't have sides very uh, likely. It's, it's um, yeah, so porch. Yeah, but where is this? I mean, that would suggest to me that that's up to that that's going to be up on the on the up on the first floor. There'd be a room, and then there would be a flat area outside, like you'd have a garden um, loft, a garden um, space. Yeah, so you could you'd go out from that room if you fancied, and it, when it wasn't you know with nice weather or whatever, you'd go out. And initially you'd have this porch area, and beyond it you'd just be walking, just be in the space. Well, you see, antichamber would be no. See, antichamber would be something different. That's what. Mm. Let me just be. Let, let's just consider. He's, what on earth was happening here? You've got the man, a, the king, and he's in his room up above, and that presumably is a room where he summons people to speak to him. He then tells everybody, "Get out." So where do they go to? Now, well, logically, yeah, yeah. there would be some sort of entrance room where people would have chairs and people would sit. And people then would come in when they're summoned to see the king. And in the meantime, they would be waiting in the waiting. It would be a sort of a waiting room area. I mean, that's how I, I would imagine it to be. Well, yeah, but that, these are two very different ideas. Sorry? The waiting room is downstairs, right? Well, I don't know where it is. I mean, see, my, my problem is like this. He's going to get out. Yeah? Mm. And somehow he manages to lock the door. Yeah. Now you don't lock, you normally locking doors has to be done from the inside. Otherwise they'd see it. I mean, if, if, I would imagine that if he said to everybody, go out, so they would be, so they would go to this entrance, to this waiting room, wouldn't, the, and then Ehud, if Ehud's coming out through them, they're going to see him go out. When did he lock, how did he lock the door? Unless, maybe, as you suggested, and I, must, I, must, I hadn't thought of this until this moment, until you mentioned it, maybe the aliyah is on the first floor, and this waiting room is on the ground floor, and therefore there's stairs in between. That would make sense, I never thought of that. My understanding, but that's not the word which is translated by the Targum. The Targum would, would suggest the other way around, that there's a, a room coming off the aliyah, which is I suggest together with a flat roof, and he went out that way and then jumped off the roof <laughs> to get away, and therefore it's understandable how he could lock the door from the inside, the door of the of this um, attic before he goes and doesn't walk through the people. Yeah. So essentially, I've got two ways of doing things: either either he goes out a peculiar way, he goes out through the through the um, porch, and then climbs off the flat roof and no one's going to see him and that's why he's able to lock the door one, or alternatively he's gone out through where they are and then you have to suggest that there was a gap between them but because he's managed to lock the door without anybody seeing it which is a funny thing to do so it may be then if you say there were stairs going between the upstairs and the ground floor maybe I hadn't thought about that but I don't know which one it is but yet say would have most of these houses uh, in Israel even today have got yes. flat roofs yes and the flat roof idea mm is to cool off or, uh, you know... Yes. So... I, that's why I, I don't think it's peculiar. Imaginatively, there are two stairways, one from downstairs to upstairs, inside the house, so mm -hmm. there's another stairway outside. 
Well, I don't know about another stairway, but another way, but, it, but it could be, because you normally wouldn't expect people to go from the flat roof down to the ground, and I think he would jump down. But, but that's what I'm suggesting is my alternative, that, that therefore he wasn't going through them. But I don't know. Oh, yeah? Who are you? Yeah, but not. So, if you have Yeah, you see, the, the Malbim, I saw this, and I, I didn't accept this as being rational. He's trying to suggest uh, another idea that there was really, that somehow nobody would be, that it's, the king told everybody to go out, and they went miles away. So there would be nobody in the first room either. Now, I can't imagine that. I mean, if the king tells everybody to move out of, as it were, the private, the, the confidential room, yes. they would go to the first room outside. Yes. They'd be waiting outside by the door. I mean, I can't... I mean, that's, he's, that's how he's trying to explain. I, I would have thought it was a bit unlikely. Anyway, one way or another, it doesn't really matter. One way or another, wherever that is, and he managed to lock the door, but I don't know how... He closed it and he locked it. The who yacht so Ehud. Well, that's what I said. Well, nobody, no, no. I, I think there is a key. No, I think the key was in, it's not a latch. It's not a sort of. Um, you see, they opened it from the other side, so it's not a bar going across. It must be a key with a lock. But it may be the key. Quite understandable. If it's, this is the room which which leads into the waiting room, so there will be a key on the inside which the king could lock every now and then he doesn't want anybody to come to see him. Did they have a key since those times? Well, yes, well, it says here, it's going to be difficult, but it does say for Noel, he locked it. I think he's actually were very, very old. We, we find anywhere, um, I don't remember now where, I think, okay. yes, you find it very, very old. He goes out, but and then his servants of Eglon come, if you say this um, stairway idea makes sense, yes, it could be. Vayiru, and they see the Hine They say, wait a bit of time. They were told to go out. They now think well, it's about time we came in. Maybe we should be we're supposed to be going. And they see that, that it's locked. Vayemu, and they said, Achmeisichu is Raglov, which is this, uh, some expression of saying that he's gone to the toilet. Um, they might think that because of the smell coming from the inside because he's, well, his stomach has all gone out and, uh, and therefore he wants privacy and that's why he's locked the door he doesn't want anybody with him while he's, while he's performing but this expression it suggested somehow that, he, that you would cover up your, your feet when you would be um, going yes. to the toilet and I think that's probably true if you've got s- uh, trousers you always sort of put your trousers down don't you and it sort of covers your feet right? I mean, yes, there's fine. some suggestion here out of see us, but I can't, can't quite see as well. Is it? Well, give me another, give me another solution. Why Mesa, I mean, Mesa comes from the word of cover over. Um, but, um, I mean, all the Matsuda says is the, the phrase means that it's a, uh, go, he was, he, he was perfor- performing. But, um, and we find the same expression in relation to Shaw. And he says that you, you, this expression of covering over your feet. Uh, he said, "Be machmat sneers," and I don't think it's, it's not sneers the way I've described. It. If you just go to the toilet and pull your trousers down, covers up your feet. No, one way or another, that's what he happened. Bechadam, okay, inside this uh, cool 
room up in the loft. And they waited for a long time. You find Moshe 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 was delaying. Sorry? Yes, they delayed. Sorry? Well, yeah, delayed. Yeah, lingered. They waited. They waited a long time. You know, maybe and and he's not opening the door. I mean, this often must happen to many as a doctor. You might see people who die in the toilets or whatever, people waiting and then comes a point when they think there must be something wrong here and then they knock down the door. So what do they do? Uh, and they took a key, which suggests there was another key here on the outside. But Tiftochu and they and they opened it. And they see that he was Dead, he was dead. he was dead, and um, it may be that they didn't realise straight away that he'd been murdered, because if they am I right again? If, if would, would they necessarily they wouldn't see the sword it was covered over, so would they? They just sort of see blood and everything else. It wouldn't again. It's going it, the whole issue here is taking time, and this time will enable him to get, to do his getaway. Did he leave the sword inside? He did. That's what we told. He left the sword inside. Oh. Well, I don't think that I would have thought more like a chamber pot. Okay, so he stabs him, all the bell comes away, there's mm. a terrible smell. Uh, he decides he'd better use the chamber. Because... Uh, I think he all, no, all this was planned. I think he always intended this. And you think it just makes it up on the spur of the moment? Maybe. I think he, well, maybe I should have helped him to think of the idea at the time. But he certainly locked the, I mean, we only, we only told what he did, not when he planned to do it this way. It's not a bad way, I mean, this has given him time to get away, as yeah. we will see in the next episode. While they were delaying, delaying, while they were delaying, he ran, he got gets away. Who of our him? He gets beyond the psilim. This was this place where he left the other people. Vayimole tasiwasa, and he gets to, and he flees to, to siwasa. It does suggest he is first of our, and then yimolate, which suggests that originally he doesn't run. The most dangerous thing to do is to run, and everybody sees thinks, what are you doing here? I mean, he is after all in the capital of Mayov. If you get this Jew running through, he's liable to get stopped by yes. somebody or other. So maybe he just walks casually, initially, and then he runs. So you also have different shots in. Potter shot is, it's the name of a place, but it may be where there's forests. What I'm not sure about is, where did all these events take place? Did it take place in Yerichai, which, is a cap- which was a city on the West Bank, which had been captured by Moyov, as we were told? maybe, and then he still comes out straight away into all this is occurring in you might call Jewish area. Or had he actually gone all the way to Mayov? It's not clear, sorry? Where do you see it's a different direction? Mm. With modern scholars, that Edwin was 
Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but no, I'm not necessarily convinced. It sounds quite reasonable. It does sound. As I said, I'm not sure where it is because we're not told where these events occurred. And it was when he came. That means he gets all the way to Harifayim and then he is. He, uh, he throws a shaifa. They all come down from the mountain. He's certainly now in Jewish area. And uh, he's leading this army. He said, Chase after me. I'm going to, well, I'm going to be in front. You're not going to be one of these leading from the back. He'll go in front. They come after him. And they capture the fords, which would enable you to cross over the river Yarden from the west to the east. And they didn't let anybody go over. Now this is important in two ways. What it means is, first of all, that Moab can't send any more people across from the east to the west to help their people on the west. It secondly means that he can, he can now annihilate the people on the west without them being able to get away. So if he's assuming that he can do the Moabim um, in the West, then what he wants to do is just that. Stop them rushing, going back, and also stop any more people coming. He killed 10,000 men. About Kol Shomain, everybody, Shomain is once again meaning healthy, not fat, you know, because clearly the words, the who is Chayel, I mean, even if you do believe that fat is good in the old days, um, and as we are increasingly finding our medicine yeah. and now believing fat is good, you know, these doctors, you know, they, they can't make up their mind what they're doing. No, 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 no well, cars. There were no cars until this time. No cars. So they wouldn't be. They were walking, and they wouldn't have been too fat. And certainly, we're talking about soldiers. You can't be. <coughs> too f- it's one thing for the king, England, <coughs> to be fat. That's one thing. But the soldiers, as we're talking about them here, um, we're talking about them being. Um, I mean, they, clearly they can't be uh, too fat, otherwise it would be Ishkayel. So Shomain here simply means healthy as opposed to somebody who's so undernourished. In the old days, you weren't really worried about people being too fat. You were worried about people dying from starvation and hunger. And that would be, make you very weak. For Nimlatish, nobody got away. And they were humbled under the hand of Yisrael, Vatishkot, Oetsh, Moenim, Shana, and then we get 80 years of peace. Let's see Rashi. Which is quite well, but then, you know, we have, back to our old problem, is this 80 years, including the years of suffering, because we'd have to, to make, in order to get up to 400 years, unless you assume one shofet overlapped another shofet, you've got to say that, um, that the 80 years included the years of suffering. Which was a bit surprising, as we mentioned before. Let's see what Rashi says. Kav Gimel, Vayetehud ha Mistereina, Minho Aliyah, he went from the Aliyah, Ela ha Mistereina, Targum Yonasan Achsadra. That would suggest he went on, a, on this, continued on the flat roof where the Aliyah was. For Noah Abamatech, he locked with a key. Rashi says that, because if he'd have locked it with a, with a bolt, they'd have to break the door down. He doesn't say they broke the door down, he just said that they opened, the, opened it. Because the words here don't make it clear who went out and who came. 
מייסג רגלוב, עובד צורכי, והם הנכון במגדולים, מייסג גדולים. עד בויש, עד עיכוב כלומר, זמן אורך הלונג טיים. נמלט, נמלט מייס בורח, he ran away. עד המשמעות It means while rather than until. So he brings a few psukim. Ad shamela, kamoi ad shamela bimasiva, which means while the king is in his is uh, in his chamber. Esheshavo ad shetechbos. That one is a, is a relatively clear one. We told you um, there's a time to grab hold of love. That's in Shir Hashirim. Not surprising sometimes that the Chazal were a bit dubious about it as to where it should be in the canon. When love is strong, grab hold of it at that moment. Don't don't let the don't let the moment pass, as it were. So it's saying, don't leave the love until it can't mean until it means while it is um, strong. Yeah. while the love is strong while the iron is hot you know what's the phrase you know? yeah. strike while the iron is hot while we both he and she are in the mood that's the time to get on with it duck of it was a it was a forest which would be um, which would be big and containing these sort of thin trees where you'd be able to hide. The Tev Hu Lichovei. Sorry? What's the Gidich Denish? That's the Yiddish. And what does that mean? That means when it's... It's Gidich. Dense. Dense. Yeah, it's dense. Yeah, he says duck as well. I thought it was... The Tev Hu Lichovei is good to... Therefore good to hide it. The harbor is Besaida's Voim, yeah, gives the military. Then Posit Kavzain, Vahibo Voyoi, when he came, Sheovaretsa Yarden, so Rashi's also learning that he, these events occurred on the east bank. Uvolimokum, Limkoimo Bezkana, and he gets to his place in Eretzisuel. Baharifraim, Shehoyo, Ba Eretzkana. Now, Harifraim is a phrase used for the whole mountain range. Remember, we said he came from Binyomin. Which would be the south of this Harifraim, but nevertheless, it's it's the whole range is called Harifraim. Obviously, he's got to make sure that people from his shevet come along. So he's be particularly going over to Binyamin. is on the east bank. But because they were subjugating the Yidden, so they crossed over the Yarden, and they take an over and controlled and occupied Yerichai, as we said above. But not so as a son in name, Shaltanim Ali Sohim, from there they were controlling the rest of Israel. Rodfu Lahara Yesmayov, they chased after to kill the Mayovin. 
Uh, he's not older? Mm. No. Mm. Yeah. How old are you, Mr. Calvert? Younger than he. Okay, but you also... Uh, yeah. I think all of us were hoping to get way beyond the 80. So, so therefore, there's a, there's a, you may have hit a, hit a point that it may be that Shamgar was still operating in the lifetime of Ehud, and Ehud simply was now too old to be active, as it were, he needed a deputy, and Shamgar became the actual person in the lifetime of Ehud. Because if you look at this pasuk, I thought we killed him off in the last chapter. Yeah? So what does it mean, Ehud Mace? So one child is that he was still alive, although Shamgar had become the, 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 uh, the, the, the saviour because he, uh, he was too old to do it and he needed somebody else to, uh, yes, to deal with this. Or the other idea is that, that Kalisor started sinning as soon as Ehud died. Oh. And therefore, during the lifetime of Shamgar, although you were getting these Nisim, but nevertheless, the Yidin were already sinning during the, the lifetime of Shamgar. That is Mashma, because in the Shivas Tevoyla, we're told that Shamgar, during the time of Shamgar, there was already Tos. So it seems as if they were sinning in the time of Shamgar, and uh, Tos already occurred at that time. But whether Ayod was still alive or not, we don't know. So what happens? By Yim Kareem Hashem, I don't know why. I mean, Shamgar. I don't know. They're all sort of strange names. I mean, would you have thought? I mean, I know it has got God's name in it. Like Osniel has got God's name in it. But Ehud is not mentioned in Hashem's name. Yiftoch. I can't see the name of Hashem. So why would Mishamgar? I don't know. I, I, you know, no, no one suggested. It's, it's just he a there. Sorry? He resides there. Some God. No, no, he's a name. Well, we find something like I mean, it's, it's got the name of Baal inside his name. So, the actual name of Baal inside his name. Um, so, it means fighting against Baal. Yeah. But nevertheless, you've got Baal. So, it could be. I, I, I don't know. I've never, I'm not sitting anywhere. Um, and now they're handed over to Yovin. Who was king of Chotza. Who was general is Sisra. Who is living in Haroshes Hagoim? Now that alone is creating a, a problem, as you can see. If he is the general of Yovin, who is living in Chotzor, why is he in Haroshes Hagoim? So you may be. I mean, let's get clear where they are. Where they are? Chotzor, we know where it is. Chotzor, you've, you've actually got the, um, the archaeological. Um, What's it called? The the the. the um what? Yeah, is it's something between between the Kinneret and the Hula, to the west side, of course, of the, of the river Yarden, between those two, and there's this great town called Chatzah. So there, that's where he would have been, and where is Chavoshes going? It seems to be generally assumed that it's very much to the west, very near to Haifa. So in which case he's 
separate from them, but it could be that, that as it were, you, 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 as it were, this is the main place is Chotza, that's the capital, but he sent off his general to, to subjugate these two boys, and he puts his army in the, in the uh, just, just a bit east of, of um, Haifa. That could make sense. We actually have, though, a little problem. If you go, those of you who have, it won't take you long, um, I won't be too long. If you go back to chapter Yudala from Yeshua, I'll just read the, the Psukim. If you, what had happened there was Yeshua had fought against the king of Yushalayim, who brought a number of kings together, but then he, he, he had, was challenged by, as it were, the kings of the north. And that says, um, I'm sorry, of chapter Yudal, I'll read it out. Vahikishmaya Yovin Melechotza. Chapter Yudal. The same name, same place, Yovin Melechotza. Now, it can't be the same man alive unless he's living a very long life. Yeah? Chapter Yudal, Yeah? But it could be that Yovin has become a name which they're adopting for all their kings, you know, like Paroi and so on. And he sends to various other kings, and look at possible ways. So, I mean, if you look at this map, this, this is the northern area going all the way towards the, the coast of the Mediterranean, and, and between the Kinneret and the coast. And um, they went out for war. And the inter- and the untersuer was Posok Yud, by Yoshev Yeshua Beitzahi, by Yilkaid Eschotza, the Esmalka, he killed him. There's another reason why he couldn't uh, be around. Kichotza lefanim who rushed the Cholamamla Chesvayda. He was that was the major town. Vayakus Cholam Nefesh Ashebor lefichorev. Hachreim leinosa Kol Neshama. That would insist the animals as well. Veschotza Sorapeish. He burnt it in fire. Now, so you've got two possibilities. One possibility is, okay, but it's been rebuilt. We've got a fair number of years since then. So it's been rebuilt, you know, and, uh, and by the same people or the same type of people. And that would be the idea that I've suggested so far, that you've got the king based in Chotza, and he sent out his general to subjugate the Yidden, living in the, where, the, where the Yidden are. Because Chotza was already was not occu- anywhere near occupied Jewish Jewish territory. The other possibility is what the Radak is saying, and I'll translate it how he's saying. Molach who had ruled. Molach is the past tense, which can be had the Chotza. They had originally lived in Chotza. The Sisra for who Yosef be now living, the Chavoshes are going. As they'd moved, they, after Chotza was, was destroyed, they now had moved themselves to this other place. I think the, uh, that's the Redak, but I fall then, I prefer the, the first Peshad, I think it fits in rather easier. So what happens? Posley Aleph, we sinned, oh, let's say what Rashi, see what Rashi says. The Chavoshes are going. It's a very strange phrase. Shame here, that's the name of the city. Somehow Russia is taking the word 
Chavoshes as meaning strong and shaylot. Exactly how he gets there, he doesn't say. Another pshat is there's a lot of um, craftsmen there. Chavoshes meaning the word of, of Cheresh that the craftsmen lived, were, were there. <coughs> it, uh, you know, there are all sorts of different suggestions because there's no <coughs> very good answer. What does he say? Your Susira. Does he have a suggestion? What? what translation of Harosh is a good Oh, I see. Oh, that's an interesting so idea. Is, is they saying it's in Mesopotamia. The name is difficult, and among the explanations of this, the city was built by the craftsmanship mm. of many nations, so as to be impregnable fortress. Yeah, and that's so vast that it served as a home for all manner of crafts. Yeah, well, that's it's what situated in the forest. The location is unknown, but has been sought either as El Haritiyeh on the north side of the Kishon not far from Megiddo, the mound on a small trip of three miles away. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the only one I'd mentioned of that (coughs) was this one that may be that a lot of of um, craftsmen were living in this this place. But it sounds a bit surprising. I like the the one idea, the way he started off. That sounded actually quite interesting. The Choroshes, the name of the town was really called Choroshes, and to differentiate it from a Jewish town called Choroshes, we call it Choroshes Agoim, the Goyesha Choroshes, mm-hmm. as opposed to the Yiddish Choroshes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but why it's called Choroshes? It's called Choroshes. Why is London called London? Belfast called Belfast. I mean, Agoyes, that's the name. We know the, uh, one way or another, there's a place called Choroshes Agoim, and the, the location is as I suggested, but everybody seems to put it towards the west, near to Haifa. And it's, there'll be the the end of the, the Nachal. Let's just let's mention a bit of of, of um, geography here. The the, the the river which we're going to talk about, which is which is going to be the um, the um, causing the um, um, Kidrain. We actually had had that in relation to Eliyahu. He took the Navie Baal down there to be killed. So it's but it ends up by by Haifa, but it starts starts off southeast of Haifa, going all the way down to southeast towards the Kinneret on the east side, but more, more, but more south. So it's um, the Nachal Kidron is, 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 is that area that we're going to be talking about. That's where the nest is going to occur, and it may be that they, he was at the top, I say the bottom end of it, which would be by Haifa. Yeah. Are we coming to that nest still today? Um, maybe. Just give us, don't let us news it. Tell us what it's about. Um, I think we're wait, we'll wait until we actually oh. get to the beginning of it, at least at all right. No, 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 Sava, I'm not saying So what happens next? Um, yeah. And Kalisar cried out to God. Once again, say, My sir, Potik Allah said they sinned. Therefore they handed over to the Goyim, then they cry out to Hashem, Kitisha Meyaz Recher Bazoloi, because he had nine hundred chariots. chariots, as opposed to poor poor Parai, who seemed to have only six hundred. Vahu Lochhas has he was severely afflicting them, Esim Shola for twenty years. 
So this was a, a severe period of, of oppression. So now we get to this strange woman, Devoira. Who Devoira is a She was a Nevi'a. Okay, well, I mean, you know, we do find women being yeah. Nevi'a. You find Miriam being Nevi'a. Maybe the Immoris were Nevi'a. And certainly we find later on, we find, um, what's her name? Um, in the time of, of, Yoshi, of Yoshio, what's her name? Um, Chulda. Chulda was an Avia. So, you know, okay, you find Tresach Viamol, you get a woman who was an Avia. Aishas Lapilos, she was married to somebody called Lapilos. We're going to suggest afterwards, he's actually, this was Barak. It was Mr. Barak. But he's called the wife of Lapilos because what he was doing, he seems to be a bit of an Amorit. What he was doing was giving um, wicks to the base to the Mishkan for the um, he was volunteering presumably there was a shortage or whatever or nobody was worrying about it and he was volunteering so he was doing a he was a good man he shoftos his soil later he she was judging Kali soil at that time and I'm using the word shoftos meaning judge it doesn't of course use the word dion yeah we said right all kept on saying in saying it never calls them a dion it calls them a shoftos so it may mean that she was the leader. Not so much that she was the judge as the Dian, but more that she was the leader. Because we said she's a Navur. She's got Navur. So once she's got Navur, so quite naturally she would become the leader. Yes. You don't have to get into the issue as to whether she was actually Pufkaning Shilas and, and being Don Bainodam Haver. We've used the word Shafet as meaning people who were the leader and, and helping them in war. Yeah. So yes. it could be something like that. If you assume, however, that she was actually judging them, then you have a bit of a problem because you can't have a woman who is a who is a dyer. That is there's a cause. So how does it work? Well, of course the, the let out would be to say that that and nothing you know one thing is that was a miracle too. Yeah. This is a this is a, a divine decree too. Yeah that a Kodesh Baruch may have told them uh, at that time to, to break the normal rules for whatever reason the Abishter had. Because that's always the get-out. But I can think of some more easy ways. The, the way the Tosus understands it is that she would simply tell the Dayonim what the Psak was, what the Halacha was. She, in other words, not only was a Nevua, a Nevia, but she also was Boki in Halacha. So she was quite a woman. I mean, there's not also surprising the daughters of Rashi, for example, were Tamidia Chomim. The daughter Shoal was a Talmud Chacham. So you know you could you could find women who also were who became great in Talmud Torah. Bit of problem you're not supposed to teach your Torah, your daughter Torah. But uh, whatever, if she became a great Talmud Chacham, and she could pass on all the shilas, they went to her. What kind Manasa? So the Dayoni would didn't know what to do. They would ask her, "What's the halacha?" Could be. It could be another possibility, which is the most obvious. This rule that you only can have a Dayan who is a male like a king that only applies in its form of a compulsion you can always have anybody to be a Dayan if the parties agree so that for example I mean if, if two people have a Machlaikas and they decide that I should pass Kandir Shaila if you can Dayan if you can Rov but uh, okay if both of you agree that I should pass it, I'm willing to do it not pass really but decide as Gamora says Nemon Alai Abba you can, you can agree the other person's father should be the, the Dayan if you, if you want to I mean otherwise he, ca- he can't impose himself whoever he is 
because he's the father of one of the litigants. But if the parties agree, they can appoint the, the father of one. Or three ignorant people, Shlesha Ray Boko, who seem to be ignorant. So uh, ignorant people, then they couldn't make them So it could be that people chose uh, to have, have her act as the arbitrator. And that would be Mutter in, in Alok as well. So one way or another, she was safe. With men? Sorry? Would you, would you, would you say that she... If she was chosen, like you say, that she could sit with men. She had a mechita. <laughs> well, we don't find a mechita for the moment. We don't find a mechita. I don't know. It's not told. Pastors, it says she's done it on her own. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's the next pasuk. She was sitting underneath the toima devoira. Now, who is this devoira? It, it could, of course, be her. That it should say, I mean, why you call it Tamer Devaira, the, the tree of Devaira? Yeah, that's where her office was, yes. What? That's where she said. Yeah, it would be her tree. I mean, yes, so yeah, but what? Why would you call it Tamer Devaira? <laughs> she, she sat there. That's the tree of Devaira. So they called it after that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She began, I mean, everybody knew this was the tree she sat. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, this is Devaira's Tamer. Yeah. Yes. Fine. And the reason why she would sit underneath the tree, yes. instead of more than that, she would do it because of Yichud. She couldn't. She couldn't be alone with a man inside. And people, don't forget, if people. It depends. If the people, if you have two people having a din Torah, yeah. then it could be. She's allowed to be miyachid with two men, except that normally your dine is supposed to regard them as being rishoyim. So if it's a rosh, you're not allowed to be miyachid with two rishoyim. <laughs> but but by out, but um, if some if she's a shofar, presumably sometimes people would come along and speak to him private about issues or whatever. So therefore, it would be best if she would always be outside, and she would always be sitting outside, and therefore people, there'd be no problem with Yechud. That, that would be one shot, and that's why it's called, ah, boss, yours, this is time of where This is where she sits. Another possibility is, this is referring back to Devoira, the, the, the Meineches of Rivka, who said, which is called, whose name was Devoira, and we're told that she, she was, she was, she was buried, buried under the, yes, but in which case it's a completely different place. That's Shrem. This is in Shrem she's going to be. And that does create a bit of a problem. One way or another, we're going to have a problem of location. Because if you look quickly at the next posuk, Vatishlach Vatikola Vol Ben Avinoyam, Mikodesh Naftali. Now, Kedesh Naftali is the, the nor- most northern of the three Ore Miklot, which is in Eretz Yisrael. It's right up there. In, in, uh, in Naftali, which is the northernest Shevet. So if in fact this Barak is from Naftali, then she, if she is in Shem, she's a heck of a long way away from him. That wouldn't matter unless Barak is her husband. Yeah? If you say Aishas Lapidus means nevertheless she is, and Lapidus is only a description of what he did, and really it's Mr. Barak, then you're forced to say they were separated, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and some fortunes actually were to say that. And because she was now a shepherd, she was I can't see the logic of that. Why, why because she's a shepherd, should she separate from her husband? I mean, that was the whole point. Modafka Moshe Rabbeinu, who the Shekhinah would come to at any time, had to be separate and not and not anybody, a mere, a mere Miriam and, and an Aaron, although they were Nevi'im. So I can't see the logic as to why she'd be separate. If you assume that it's Shem, and if you assume Devoir um, is married to Borok, then it's a bit surprising. On the other hand, 
is another pshati which, which also doesn't help you very much. Bein horoma, bein beis el, baharefaim. If her tree, not not Devera's tree, but her, t- the, I mean Devera of the Chumash, but, but this Devera, if she was actually between in bein horoma or bein beis el, that's also very far north. It's but it's nowhere as near north as Kedesh Naftali. So therefore, once again, we've got a problem of her husband. So, you know, once again, you're forced to say either Borg is not a husband or they're separate. But it, that may be the reason why the Targum refuses to accept that she is up, that these places are actually describing where she was. Look at Rashi. It goes to the first Rashi. Uh, first. Horatius um, here. He was here was that, he, that they would say nasty things about the Jewish God. I can't quite see why that would suggest that there wasn't such actual trouble being given to the Jews that they were actually controlled and dominated, and it's only that the Chazoka was the uh, insulting us. Aishas Lapidas, Shoya Aisha Psilas Amidosh. Right. Tachas Toma, Tomorim Hoyu Lo the Yurichoi. She had dates, and where would dates be? Yurichoi. Behoroma be vase ale, the Harifraim, the Fita Gumoi, Shal Yonason, Yishuma Shaim Mikrozer Kamashmoi. The Prozak is not speaking literally. Vainelu Simone Mokum Shimos, so these are not the places where she was actually dwelling. She was a very rich woman. That helps you to make to establish yourself if you're very rich. Yeah. Because this is where she got her, her income from. Which was called Atoris. We'll see later on. Tachas Roma, we find that there was olive um, vines there. Zaysim babikas basehel. We find olives were in the, in, in basehel. And shumokam shomein the offer here white dust baharefaim, which is a place called batar batur malka. And Savashi's problem is what's this? We understand the idea of having oil and having um, dates and having and having grapes. That's how you become rich. But what, what do you need white white uh, dust for? So he says. She was very good for making pots with, or was it the decoration of pots. It was meaning white white crops. You know, there's wheat, whatever, which was. In other words, what the targum is doing is saying, don't think that she was actually occupying these places, or rather a place, but she was living off the income of these places. Why would the Targum have done that? And I will suggest to you to deal with this problem, because if you start saying that, that she was living there, she's nowhere near a hubby. So once you say that her husband was Borok, what was she doing somewhere else? So the pot, so therefore he says all these places love Davka, and she was living with her husband up there somewhere near to Kedesh Naftali or whatever. Yeah. 
So that's uh, good. So n- next week, Mr. Shem will be do the great battle of Nachal Kidron. That's an interesting to try to work out exactly what happened. That's interesting. I thought uh, he, he, he said, as always, the psukim and the, st- and the battle tell us almost nothing, but there are clues in her shiva. That then in fact there are other shvatim involved. That there's, this, there's there seems to be a, a tempest coming on. We, we'll, we'll see the uh, the story.